Hello, and welcome back to ASD A New Perspective and a new special series, ASD Myths, the podcast show where we help you understand the truth about your child and we encourage you that growth is possible. Now, in the first of our series, Dr. Gutstein explored the social myth, the myth that children with ASD do not desire relationships, and he established, in fact, that many of them long for relationships. This week, Dr. Gutstein and I discuss the myth that all people with ASD are the same. This myth can cause us not to see the personalities of our wonderful children. An idea which IQ, having worked with the, 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 the families and the children, seems almost outrageous that it's still a myth, but that there is no personality or that they all have the same personality. So they're all this way versus as everyone having a different personality. I don't know how that myth maintains. I, I don't understand it. I think that's right. And I don't think people actually say that, but it's the way they act. And so if you see, like, if you go into a school and you see their, you know, a school has an autism program, there's an assumption that everyone with autism is going to benefit from the same way of teaching or the same, you know, way, style of doing things and or learn in the same way. Um, and, you know, and, and the idea that people with autism are that different, again, lumping them together, not as human beings who have a neurological, you know, vulnerability that, that prevents them from obtaining certain experiences, but of, of, of being this sort of distinct subspecies, right, that all act this way and all have the same desires and motivations, and they all like to play with trains, and they all like this, it, it's sort of convenient. It's cheaper because you can provide, you don't have to provide personalized education or treatment for people. You provide, you know, these, uh, like when we talk about ABA and DIR or whatever, you know, everybody gets the same thing out of the manual no matter what because they have autism. doesn't matter what their needs are, what their vulnerabilities are, you know, where they are developmentally, we can, we can justify giving everybody the same thing, which is pretty weird. And then, of course, you mentioned personality that everyone is going to have that same interest or something or this, or they're going to want to be with each other necessarily that they like each other. And, you know, I think people with ASD, when they do, you know, form friendships, relationships, it's because there is some, com some compassion or understanding for one another, but it has nothing to do with the fact that they might have totally different interests, a totally different temperament. You know, um, some people with ASD want more activity and some are more thoughtful, some are more introspective, extra, you know, some are more out there. Some like to do things with their hands. Some like to do things with their minds. And, you know, just like anyone else, there's, a, there's an entire range of things. I think the problem is because of the, the impairments that they have because of the lack of opportunity for growth, that, that those impairments cover up their personalities, they cover up their individuality, their uniqueness. And, and that's what we get to see because of what we do when, when those impairments are no longer so significant in terms of their growth, when we see them all moving towards growth and not basically in, a, in an avoidance or you know, maintaining stability at all costs, then we get to see who their personality is. And I, and I think that's the key is that when, when most people think about people with ASD, what they're seeing is someone who is so overwhelmed by their environment, who is so threatened by change, by diversity, by the potential for growth, that they have um, what's dominated in them is this um, stability maintaining mode of operating, this 
so that become that hides their personality that everything in their world is judged by will it be disruptive will it be overwhelming and so that's what what unite what makes them look similar is they're all in that incredibly defensive position but that's not who they are as people that's what they've they've they just their how their brains their minds have adapted to not being able to make enough sense of their world and not feeling enough agency and not feeling enough sense that they can influence things. So basically their true personality is hidden. And once we see that they are, we help them to move into a growth promoting mode, into growth seeking, into desire that they can have agency and they can um, learn from their experience, they can understand and, and make better predictions about the future, they can, um, you know, they can succeed in more diverse environments and more complex environments, that they don't have to be afraid anymore, that's when we start to see their personalities come out. But I think most people don't get to see that. Thank you, Dr. Gutstein. And thank you for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, and our new special podcast series, ASD Myths, the podcast show where we help you understand the truth about your child. And we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.